one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Give me a break, give me a break, break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Alright, what's up everyone, how are my peeps? It's Big John on the Panic Attack podcast and broadcast and uh, whatever kind of cast you're, you're wearing. So, hope all is well that ends well. Yeah, that didn't work out the way I wanted it to. So, follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. And look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. The Supreme Court is just churning them out, baby. I'm glad. I'm so glad. (laughs) Hear the evil in my voice? So glad. Republicans spent years and years. Finally, they invested some time in something. Democrats have been invested, investing... Liberals have been investing in the downfall of this nation since the 60s. And Republicans have been investing in the Supreme Court since the 80s. Oh, Ronnie, Reagan, Reagan, Reagan. Actually, it was George H.W. Bush that put... Clarence Thomas on the Supreme Court. Then George W. put uh, supposedly conservative John Roberts on there. Uh, finally, John Roberts has turned into the conservative we thought he'd be. At least, at least he's being conservative for the minute. We had Samuel Alito or Alito, as drunken Ted Kennedy slurred his name. Uh, And, of course, we have Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Coney Barrett. Thanks to old Trumpy baby. So, so far, uh, this constitutional conservative Supreme Court, uh, with a 6-3 advantage for constitutional judges, has uh, overturned, uh, overturned, Roe versus Wade. Was I was choosing my words carefully uh, there. Uh, they have upheld our right to arm bears or right to bear arms. They said you can pray in public as long as you're not being forced to. Uh, and a few other big decisions have come down. All in line with the Constitution. Which is what separates our representative democracy from the heathen world. So, they got another chance to hit one out of the park. The Constitution says that the federal elections will be held at a certain time. You know, this many senators and this many representatives will run these during these times. 
the president will run every four years, the Senate every six, the, the House of Representatives every two, but it's up to the states to make their own election laws, the state legislatures in particular, not the governor, not the secretary of state, the Secretary of State oversees the laws that the legislature puts in place. The State Attorney General does not make the laws on elections in the state. The state legislature does. Okay? That's what the Constitution says. The power of you know, how the elections will be governed, how they will be handled, will be legislated by each state. So, you have this Supreme Court case now. Uh, it will be heard in October. The decision will come down sometime after that. They usually take a few months to uh, decide and write opinions and all these things. The Supreme Court on Thursday agreed to hear the case of Moore v. Harper, a North Carolina case that concerns gerrymandering, that's uh, drawing political uh, districts to favor one party or another, voting districts, and a little-known theory called Independent State Legislature Doctrine this coming October. So that little known theory called the Independent State Legislature Doctrine is what I was just talking about. The state legislatures decide how the elections in their state will be conducted. And of course, you know, the Constitution establishes the greater guidelines that everybody gets to vote we're not going to take away black people's right to vote. That's bullshit. In fact, more minorities think that voter ID should be a requirement than whites. More people of color, if that's what you want to call them, think that uh, an identification card with your picture on it should be a requirement to vote than white voters think that a identification card should be a requirement to vote. Anyhow, should the court rule in North Carolina's favor, the ruling would reduce voter oversight on legislatures and likely impact the outcome of various statewide political races in the 2024 presidential election. There's a little bit of uh, bullshit bias there by a uh, business insider, but let's see. Moore versus Harper centers around congressional maps drawn by Republican lawmakers in North Carolina following the 2020 census. The maps were challenged in court by Democratic voters and nonprofits that argued the districts unfairly uh, unfairly gerrymandered or were unfavor 
were unfairly gerrymandered in favor of Republicans, which violated the state constitution. Earlier this year, the North Carolina Supreme Court blocked the state from using the maps in primary uh, elections and required districts be redrawn. We had a similar problem here in Ohio. Uh, a rogue Supreme Court justice named Maureen O'Connor, who, who is a Republican, sided with the, the Democrat members of the Ohio Supreme Court to block these newly redrawn redistricting maps uh, that came out after the 2020 census. There was a big, there's always a big fight over these redistricting maps. Uh, so it says here, quote, today we answer the question, does our state constitution recognize that the people of this state have the power to choose who govern us by giving each of us an equal, uh, equally powerful voice through our vote? Or does our constitution give the General Assembly, as they argue here, unlimited power to draw electoral maps and keep themselves and our members of Congress in office as long as they want, regardless of the will of the people. Uh, this goes both ways, people. Both Democrats and Republicans uh, will try to get the majority on uh, the state's redistricting board or however your state is set up. But the Constitution gives this power to the state legislatures to oversee the state's elections. And I have a feeling the Supreme Court's going to come down on the side of the state legislature of North Carolina. Uh, these same North Carolinians would not be complaining if the Democrats redrew the district maps to favor Democrats. And what will happen in these is you're never going to have a district map, a, a state map, where the districts all favor Republicans. You're not going to have a district map where every district favors Democrats. What you'll have is, let's say, they'll draw a circle around the city of Akron or Youngstown or Cleveland and say, all right, you're never going to get a Republican elected here. We'll, make, we'll put the majority of the Democrat voters within a 10-mile radius of the center of Cleveland all in one district. That'll be the Democrat district. Well, but we can carve out now around Cleveland and go down through here and around there and through the suburbs and over the river and through the woods and come up with this this district that is shaped all sorts of funky ways, and this district will favor Republicans. And uh, down here in Akron, all right, you're never going to get a, a Republican elected over there. All right, draw a circle around Akron. Okay, this suburb over here, it's heavily Democrat. All right, we'll lump that in with Akron. Uh, this part over here, this is heavily Democrat. All right, we'll lump that in with Akron. 
All right, now up here we got some Republican votes. So we'll draw a circle around there and then uh, we'll stretch over here and there's another big Republican area on this side of Akron. So we'll connect those with a thin little line of a few Democrats and then we'll put these two big Republican sections together and now we have a Republican district. Okay, and they'll do this all over the map. And vice versa, when the Democrats, thank God it wasn't very long, but when they ran Ohio, they tried to gerrymander the districts into their favor so that they would always have control. That's just the, the game of the rules and the rule of the games, okay? It's not fair, it's not nice, it's not pretty, it's politics. Alright, like Ross Perot said, or Ross Perot, however the hell you say that weirdo's name. Wars have rules. Mud wrestling has rules. In politics, there are no rules. Okay? But what we've got to get back to is the power to govern the elections in the state legislatures. Because the last election, 2020, you had governors changing election laws, you had secretaries of state changing laws. That ain't how it works. You had attorney generals changing some laws. or uh, They really didn't change the laws. They just said, well, this is going to be the policy, and this is how we're going to count the votes, and I'm the secretary of state, and you can't stop me. Huh, what, huh? That's how Trump lost Pennsylvania. They're, we're gonna we're gonna relax the way we identify the voters this election. We're going to make it a little easier for these mail-in ballots to count, not count as in vote for Trump, vote for Biden, vote for Johnson. Vote for Trump, vote for Biden. No, not that kind of counting. Uh, what I mean by counting is, okay, uh, this this ballot doesn't have a signature. Well, most election years we would disqualify this ballot, uh, this mail-in ballot for not having a signature. But this year we're going to put it in the, it's okay to count this vote pile. Uh, this one doesn't have any identification. There's no social security number, there's no driver's license number, there's no date of birth, there's no way that, that we know that this person really signed this. And, well, we'll put it in the, in the it counts pile too. Uh, this one, the signature's sloppy, uh, it's in the same handwriting as the last 10 ballots. Uh, maybe we should check the signature on file and see if it matches the one, no, 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 no. We're not going to do signature matching this year. We'll just put all those in the go ahead and count them pile. So the state legislatures have the power to say, you have to do signature matching or the, the ballot doesn't count. The, the signature on file at the Board of Elections has to match the signature that's on that envelope, uh, on the... Uh, identification envelope, okay, the secrecy envelope on a mail-in ballot. The legislature has the power to legislate. You have to show up at the polls with a photo ID so that 
according to the minor the 80 some percent of minorities in this country they think you should show up at the polls with a, a voter ID a photo ID okay we don't want to offend minorities so we better make sure everyone has their voter ID on election day your state legislature can now legislate that that's how the Supreme Court's gonna knock one out the park again baby uh, another win for the Constitution I hope coming in November and eh, probably a few months after November but coming in time for 2024 baby and either DeSantis or Trumpy baby again and again and again Make America great again. God bless you guys. Pray for one another. See you next time.